Hello everyone and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. This podcast is being brought to you by Elite Vacation Homes. If you need a home in the Central Florida area to visit Walt Disney World, Universal Studios, SeaWorld, or any of the other attractions in Central Florida, contact Elite Vacation Homes at EliteVacationHomes.com. show is also being brought to you by David's Vacation Club Rentals. If you want to try any of the DVC resorts for really, really good prices, staying at the Boardwalk, Old Key West, Polly, Grand Floridian, Saratoga Springs, any of the DVC resorts, contact David's at DVCByRequest.com. Show is also being brought to you by Scooter Vacations. If you need a scooter for anything in the Central Florida area, contact our friends at Scooter Vacations at scootervacations.com. And last but not least, if you need to book a trip anywhere in the world, and especially Walt Disney World, contact me at American Tourist Travel, and we will help you out with all your travel needs. So that's it, guys. We're going to hop on the train and head on over to the pub. Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. I'm joined, as always, by my good buddy, John. Hey, John, pull up a, what, a cafeteria stool? Yeah, that's pretty much Break it. room? Yeah. Yep. Uh, Take five, Hollywood Studios. There you go. That's awesome. And, dude, I'm going to go right into this real quick. Uh, break room, did you see uh, that one of our listeners or friends of the show direct message us on Twitter about about that? Uh, hold on, let me, let me, I'll read this, I'll read from who it's from. Okay. Where are we at here now? I gotta get to my other Twitter account. I have one for me and one for WDW Main Street. But our buddy Mike, to, you know, to Doug and John, I think his name is Mike. Here, where is it? Yeah, Mike, Mr. Panico. Panaco? Probably mispronunciated your name. But it says, uh, it's an, it's a post that he sent to you too. You probably have it. I was thrown out of my break room of my Walmart yesterday. They asked me, what was I doing there? I told them I was on break. They said, you don't work here. And I said, I just finished using self-checkout. So clearly I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a man that follows the show for sure. So thanks there for that, go, Mike. <laughs> that's hysterical. What I was saying, break room, that reminded me of that. So that was awesome. Thanks for reaching out to us, buddy. I love that stuff. And then real quick, we got to, uh, before we get into the week, how's Lisa doing? Let's do that. That's the most important thing. Uh, she's fine. She's got uh, the cold that apparently half of the population in the United States has now all of a sudden, the uh, coughing and that type of stuff. But um, other than that, um, everything seems to be going normal. And Thursday, we got an appointment to uh, get everything looked at. So hopefully a week or so from, from then, we'll have some good news that everything's gone. So. We'll see. Oh, you've been in the prayers every day, my friend. Every day, you guys. And I think her and Brenda went out together because my wife has the earache and the stuffy nose and all that today. So uh, maybe Lisa and them were out partying and didn't tell us about it, John. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Maybe we'll find out if uh, Judith has the same thing. Yeah, you know. well, if Judith has the same thing, you know the girls have uh, snuck out on us, John. I miss well, that'd be a difficult that'd be a difficult uh, situation to get together uh boston to to jersey to florida well and judith has that private jet you know right oh yeah 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 
you know. But anyhow, I miss you guys. I, I mean, that was one of the best times ever, the six of us together. I can't wait. It's been too long. We got to get together again soon. I miss you guys. I miss Judith and Tommy. I really want to get back together with you guys. So. You but, probably miss Disney World a little bit too. I honestly miss you guys more, to be honest with you. Miss all you more. I had the most fun. I love Disney World. I can't wait to go again. But I wish all you guys. Hopefully, I wish all, when I do get down there. I hope all you guys are with me. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, we got an ad from Boiler Man seventy five sent us a message. On, he left us a review, five stars on Twitter, and great insight on Disney movies. I hope Bob Iger and Disney listens to podcasts like this. John and Doug are spot on. John, we're spot on. When does that ever happen, John? Uh, I'm not real sure if it ever happened before. Yeah. Uh, John and Doug are spot on as Disney is lazy and not creative with their movies nowadays. My wife, daughter, and I are hardcore Disney as well. We have some critique of Disney. Keep keep telling it the way it is, guys. So, And he ain't the only one. I've got uh, a couple other DMs and stuff like that. That Everybody was 100% with us on this whole movie deal, John. I think they laid back and depended on Star Wars and Marvel way too much and got lazy on all the other aspects of what makes Disney Disney. What do you think? Well, it seems like the best stuff, uh, I mean, even from Marvel and Disney, is coming out on Disney+, Plus. I mean, especially yeah. Star Wars. I oh, mean, uh, the Mandalorian's best, the best been Star the best. Yeah, yeah, and the best Star Wars stuff is out there. And then, I mean, I, uh, you know, the Marvel stuff was mediocre i thought on on disney plus but yeah i mean i'm about done with superhero movies for a little bit we could take a break from those i mean honestly can't we yeah. can't we figure something else out yeah and the thing is even with the superhero movies tell me if i'm a little a little wrong about this but i i think they've even gone way too far to the fight everything kill everything tear everything up side of it the action side of it instead of telling the story. Like even like Captain Marvel and 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 what you call it, uh with Robert Downey Jr.'s uh, Iron Man. Iron the Man. best parts of them shows, it was some of the best parts of those shows and even the black it was like the behind the scenes of what made the character uh showing uh showing all their human side. Am I wrong, John? I I wanna see more of that and I, I understand you can fight. I wanna know what made you become what you are. You under you get what I'm saying? Yeah, and, and not only that, I mean, I like, I, I honestly, for the most part, like uh, small-time superheroes as opposed to the big giant uh, guys, you know, that, mm -hmm. that it, not everything has to be the world's going to come to an end. Yes, exactly. If, uh, yeah, I mean, it can just be taking down a crime boss like yes. uh, Daredevil did in New yeah. York and stuff like that. I mean, I find that a lot of that a lot more interesting. Yeah. You know, Somebody um, robbing an old lady at the ATM gets their butt kicked. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Real exactly. life stuff. You know, show me some more of that. Uh, Clean off the uh, all the idiots that are on the subway. Am I right, John? Let's let's see exactly. some more of that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, not everything has to be a, a wormhole with these invading aliens coming down to destroy the Earth. You yeah, know? <laughs> it's like they've gotten lazy on all aspects. I want a story to be told, and, and it seems like the same story keeps being told with every single superhero. It has to do, you're right, with some aliens coming to blow up the country, the world. Yeah. Yeah, and, and uh, DC is a lot like that too. A lot of the DC stuff is yeah is you know just ginormous superheroes and stuff like that. So well, I, I, I don't like, know. I get. I'm sorry. I like Titans on uh, HBO, right? And it started off to say, well, you got to know all the characters, like Rock. You know what I'm saying? And then that went to the same way. Uh, it's all the world's coming to an end again. Have you ever checked out The Boys? Mm-mm. 
the boys is superheroes that have a it's kind of like a modern day uh version well it's a very satirical look at uh superheroes and they have the powers and stuff but they're they're managed by pr firms they're managed Mm. by a a, uh, that type of stuff and they're not as hero as they should be <laughs> so, okay yeah it's it's actually pretty intense so it's pretty good yeah because i'm not a huge dc fan i'll be honest with you john between me and you i won't don't tell everybody else but the whole reason i started watching titan was because of minka kelly and then uh-huh. i kind of liked the whole story but she's what led me over to watch the titans because i'm more of a you know oh no i'm not more i'm not a dc fan i'm more of uh the other you know what i'm saying i'm more marvel not dc john yeah, it's it's funny when I was a uh, teenager and stuff. I definitely liked the DC stuff more. I mean, especially Batman, you know. But uh, once Marvel started with the Iron Man stuff, it, yeah, it yeah. really blew up into something above and beyond what superhero movies ever were. Yeah, so. and the whole thing we loved about Iron Man, to me and my wife, what we liked was the whole behind the scenes of Tony Stark. Like even my favorite movies too were the Captain America to show where he came from, him and. Uh, yeah, what was the girl's name? Oh, what the hell? What's his girlfriend's name? Oh, uh, yeah, her. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm losing my mind, but that show that was on ABC, I love that, too. You know, I, I love... Oh, Agent Carter. Oh, Agent, Agent Carter. Carter. I love all that stuff, I and I didn't... I like getting to know the characters, where Captain Marvel came from, his, his military. He under, he, do you agree with me on all that, John? Well, yeah, I mean, it, it's also a fascinating part of history. World War II is, yes. is probably, as time goes on, we're going to look back at that. Of course, we already, already do as the greatest generation. So, yes. Yeah, I mean, World War II was, and World War II was probably the last time we had definitive foes where you could say they were the absolute terrible, horrible bad guys, and we were the good guys, no yes. matter what, you know? Yes. So, I mean, there was definitely an evil empire at that time. So. Yeah, yeah. You know, we need something in this country to get us all band together. I'm not saying we need that, but we need, we need everybody to, you know, to stop pointing the finger and start, you know, everybody just needs to do better, in my opinion. Take care of yourself and stop worrying what the hell else everybody else is doing. Just do good. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? Just do good, yeah. man. Uh, but... No, so yeah, I think Disney, Disney and Marvel and all them. If it wasn't for John Favreau, I think that they'd have been, they'd have Disney'd have been. We the stockholders would have been broke, in my opinion, as far as the movie side of stuff and TV. Yeah, maybe John Favreau and he just needs to go ahead and take over as a CEO of Disney. D- okay dude, <laughs> I think John Favreau should take over because I think Disney's dropped its ball and in the whole nine yards since John Lasseter was with Pixar and all was cut out. I think. Uh, I think we need somebody creative like John Favreau in the whole Disney universe. He needs to be higher up than what he is. Do you? What do you think about that? Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. I yeah. mean, he's a, he's a storyteller, dude, and he needs yeah, it indeed. Because even that in uh, in the Mandalorian, all he goes into detail. Like sometimes he goes into detail so much, where I'm like, get on with it. But I don't get mad at it because I appreciate it. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. And yep. and I think more of the Disney stuff, the rides, the entertainment, everything going on. There's, they're going from A to F to Z instead of A through A B C D through it. You go. I think they're leaving out a lot that they never used to, in my opinion. Yeah, I've I've always liked him, and I mean, even going back to when he was in that couple episodes of The Sopranos. I mean, mm-hmm. it seems like he's uh, he can laugh at himself a little bit. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I he's a I really I liked everything he's been in. He cracks me up. 
a lot of the movies he's in, I liked him in Friends. Remember him in Friends? I've never watched Friends. Yeah, he actually played a millionaire in Friends. It decided he was going to... He was a billionaire, dude. He could buy whatever he wanted. He was in love with Rachel. I mean, not in love with Monica. And he he wanted everything he'd done, so he decided he's going to become an MMA, MMA fighter. <laughs> and he gets his trainer, Noki, or whatever the heck his name was, the greatest trainer ever, and... He gets knocked out with a power, like a, a flying fist, flying lunge punch. In the first round, the guy kills him, and he's all beat up. I'm gonna be the greatest, and, but it just he's he's good in everything he does, dude. It was hysterical. It was a great part. It was uh, I really like John Favreau. I I would love to see him really become more of the Disney fabric in my in my opinion, but. Uh, other things before we get, we'll go jump back and we'll get back in everyday life. I got to go to the Sixers game the other night, John. Did you? Yeah, me and my wife uh, went get, Friday I bet night. You that's the, I bet you that's the first sporting event you've been to since you took probably your mother-in-law to a baseball game a couple of years ago. Yep, yep, absolutely. And we went here, one of Brenda's, uh, one of her co-workers has season tickets. So she'd offered us a couple times, and we had we couldn't go, and it was Friday night, and I had a stink of work Saturday, so it kind of put a little yeah. kibosh on it. But yeah. you feel bad when somebody's offered. They were like 100 level. They were like 20 rows off the floor, John, 22 oh, rows. Nice. It was nice seats. We were right behind the Sixers bench. And the whole atmosphere was really, really cool. And I did the same thing I did at Disney there. I had this utility knife that i take everywhere john it's kind yep. of like my uh, security blanket well i forgot they have uh the uh, metal detectors, metal detectors yeah, there yeah. and the girl goes you are not getting in here with that i said uh-oh <laughs> she goes you could go do something with it take it out to your car take it out and hide it so i went out and hide it hit it in the bushes and thank god i remembered it when i left but when i go out get it back there's cops sitting there in the car and i'm going through the bushes looking for it. <laughs> i was waiting to get pulled out like the cop walk up to me and go son what are you getting out of those bushes but we had a really no, good just, time we had a really good time just my weed just my weed nothing yeah, nothing yeah, yeah not, not, what, what, it's, my knife <laughs> that ain't good either john yeah, it, it's funny it it's funny you said that uh doug one time i went to hollywood actually hollywood studios here and exactly the same thing i, I mean i i always figured my pocket knife was a tool not a weapon yeah and me so too I carried, it's with me. yeah I, yeah i carry it everywhere so um and i knew that i couldn't get in with it once i was walking up there and i didn't have my car here i had i think it uh, I forgot where I had parked, but anyhow, I got over here and I was no way I was going back to the car. So I took it and I put it on top of the one of the soda machines Dude, out there. I did the same I, freaking thing there by where that little snack area or whatever that yep, little thing yep. is. I put it on top of that too. I did the and, same thing. And Dude. of course, I forgot. And I, uh, yeah, I forgot it. And so somebody got one eventually. <laughs> yeah, see, I got lucky. I remember mine. Yeah. Know what I did? I put an alarm on my phone. There you go. To kind of remind me, when the alarm went off, I'm like, what's that for? And I go, oh, my knife's on top of the soda machine, remember? <laughs> so then I reset it again for like an hour later, you know what I'm saying? So kind of, yep. I know I wasn't leaving the park yet, but it would keep it fresh in my mind. Because I didn't want to lose it. It's a, Like you no. said, they're really, it ain't, it ain't a weapon. It's kind of like a security blanket to me. Like, what if I need this? Driving, yep. cutting. You know, I always, I always have one on me. But no, we went to the game. One of the things that pissed me off, though, John... And, you know, I usually don't get rattled. But, uh, dude, you can't pay for anything at that stadium without a card. Yeah, I figured as much. Zero cash, dude. 
And it really, because I went to the ATM before I left to take, a, I got a couple hundred dollars out because I didn't want to have to spend, I didn't want to give my debit card. Like when you're going into the parking lot, I don't want to give my credit card to park, John. I mean, that's a cash deal in my opinion. <laughs> I've never paid with a card to park before, have you? I don't think so. What did you pay to park? Just out of curiosity. 25 bucks. Oh, that's not as bad as I was thinking. No, was, uh, here I was thinking, especially in Philadelphia, it'd be like sixty or seventy. So you know, it was twenty-five to park, and then Brenda got a vodka, like this vodka drink, like a you know, vodka seltzer drink that had it tasted like an iced tea, and I got a soda because I didn't want to drink. I was going to drink, but I knew I'd be dead tired because I had to get up at five thirty in the morning. So I got a soda. We got some chicken peat crab fries, and that was like thirty-eight bucks, John. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but. Uh, I don't know. I had my hot dog. I had we had a really good time though. It was one of those things I, I was dreading going as far as getting there. But once we got there, driving into the city and all, we really had a great time. We it was a good time watching Embiid play in person, and you know Brenda really enjoyed it. it. Was her first basketball game ever. Ever so, we would go back because it was really a nice family atmosphere. It was better than well, I did, thought it was going to be. Did they win? Oh, absolutely. They won. Okay. <laughs> they were up by 24, dude, and then they got all the way down to two points ahead, and then they ended up winning by, like, 14. So, yeah, they won. Okay. It was a good game. So, and then, uh, yeah, the yesterday, my wife bought me a PlayStation 5, John. It's pretty sad when a 55-year-old man jumps up like a giddy little girl when he gets a new PlayStation 5 at 55. No, no, not at all. We're part of that generation, Doug. I mean, uh, uh, video games are part of <laughs> who we grew up with, you know? Well, so. The reason I got it, John, is you know this uh, racing game I play, the Gran Turismo, I'm in those leagues and all, and I enjoy it. Well, for yeah. the longest time, because of COVID and all, it was hard to find a PS5. They would want double yeah. the money for them. They wanted like $1,000 yeah. for them. It was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah we, my son still doesn't have one. He's been wanting one for about three and a half years now, but it well, hasn't happened yet. So. Well, it was in the same boat as me. I couldn't justify paying for yeah. it. And then any one that I would find would have the combo pack, the bundle, where it was like a game that I didn't want, which $100, $200 more, you know, they would bundle it that way and all. But finally, they got the inventory out where you could just buy the game itself because I didn't I didn't need any other games. I, Gran Turismo is the only game I really want to play on it. Well, what happened is because of how hard it was to find them, the owner of uh, PlayStation 4 also owns Gran Turismo. and uh, The owner of PlayStation 4 and 5 also is the creator of Gran Turismo and all. And he wasn't doing the updates on 5 because he felt, he felt it wasn't fair because a lot of people couldn't get the game. So now that they're so readily available, all the new updates have been only going, like the updates are more leaning towards being on PS5. So I had no choice, if that makes sense. Yeah, uh, Doug, there's something going on with your headphones. You're going. So, John, you told me we were breaking up really bad. The the, the final deal is is all the updates now have been basically going towards the PlayStation 5 end of it for Gran Turismo. So it kind of put me to where if I wanted to stay competitive and keep playing the game, I was going to have to update. So that's why I ended up doing it. But... I'll tell you what, you can see the difference. I mean, the upload and download speeds are like the difference of me being 55 and 25. <laughs> you know, the speeds are incredible now, John. They really move good. So I'm enjoying yeah, that. You, I'm a spoiled brat. 
You know where I really notice stuff like that is, uh, you know, on Facebook, every once in a while you get uh, this picture from seven years ago. And if you actually go and look at some of those pictures, especially seven, eight years ago, you go, wow, <laughs> the camera's gotten a lot better. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And, and at the time, at the time, it looked fine. But yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, like these games, it's been updated in 120 megahertz per second is what the PlayStation has capability of doing with the newer TVs and all. So the graphics were incredible on PS4. Now I'm on five, and it's like, dude, I'm. You feel like you're getting ran over by the car. It's so clean. Yeah. So, but it's my only form of uh, it's my exercise, John. Besides working, walking twenty eight thousand steps a day at the Brigada. But besides that, it's my, it's my leisure. You know, I don't go out and do much else. I don't drink. I don't party. I don't do anything. It's uh, I race a couple races, and I don't think that's too bad to ask when you work all week, is it? No, it's stress release. It is, except for when I'm screaming at the other drivers. All right, well, maybe not. No, so. so. But anyhow, that was my week, but the Sixers game was really good. Brendan enjoyed it. Uh, we're getting close to the end of the Brigada, John, and I can't wait. Like another <laughs> few weeks. It sounds like this has been your favorite job ever. Yeah, it's it's hard to explain. It, the schedule's been horrible. I mean, the guys and all, my crew's been great. They've been working their butts off. I can't complain about any of that. It's just the schedule and the way they want you to do work anymore is what, what my problem is. You know, they want to give you 10 minutes to do it, and they judge it like they gave you three weeks. Yep. So, how's work going there? Any troubles on the bus? Anybody refusing to put their strollers away? Oh, I always get that. Um, but, <laughs> uh, not too bad this week. Uh, I think I had the slowest people in my entire life on my last load this morning. No, we got the Hollywood studios, open the doors and usually people are running off. They're, they're ready to go. And, uh, no, they had to put their stroller together and put all their bags on before they'd ever get off the bus. It's like, <laughs> go, go, get, shoo, 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 get off. But you can't but, say that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, one thing I did want to mention, I don't know if we ever talked about it. Maybe you did. Um, the flyover is open now from if you're heading towards the, you know, as you head towards the Magic Kingdom and uh, you used to have to go up to Seven Seas and make the left-hand turn to get over to the Polynesian and the Grand Floridian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah, well, you don't have to do that anymore as that, you're approaching. That, that construction's finally done in that area? Yeah, yeah. A, bu a bunch of it is anyway. Um, so as you, yeah, as you're holding, approaching the toll plaza now, you stay to your left, and there's a whole set Florida way starts right there now and heads right down to the Polynesian and the Grand uh, Floridian. So it's a lot easier to get in and out of that area now. Oh, so. That's awesome. That is absolutely awesome. It'll be free it up for everybody, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it makes that turn, that left turn on 7Cs a lot better because that was getting backed up. Um, oftentimes in the morning all the way to the toll plaza for the Magic Kingdom, it would get backed up that far. Um, so now that frees that up a lot. So, yeah, and that was, yeah. it sucked for all the people at the resorts. Yeah, absolutely. You're going back so. to your room like you weren't going to the park or, but you were stuck. You couldn't get to any of the resorts or if you had to go dining at the resorts, it was a, it was always a backup there. I'm glad it's finally done. Yeah, imagine what, uh, probably just 10 years ago it was, you had to go through the toll plaza at the Magic Kingdom to get to <laughs> to get to the Grand Floridian or the Contemporary or any of those hotels. So thank God they finally got all that cleared up. Yeah, so. that never made any sense to me. A lot of times, when, that's why a lot of times whenever I go to those hotels, because I enjoyed the boat ride anyway, 
me and Brenda would hop on the boat at the Wilderness Lodge, take that over to the Magic Kingdom, and then take one of the other boats back to the other resorts instead of going through there all you that. Go. And, yeah, exactly. And we did that also because it was kind of like getting on a couple rides. I mean, dude, that's some of the best stuff in the parks, taking those boat rides from the resorts, my, in my opinion. Uh, the boat rides and the Skyliner, too, is, yeah. uh, is an awful lot of fun. Yeah, so. absolutely. I mean, if I had a rate... Uh, the boat ride, the Sascola boat down to the Disney Springs, and the boat ride from the Wilderness Lodge over to the Magic Kingdom, I'd probably rate that higher than probably sixty to seventy percent of the rides in all the parks. Uh, I certainly would agree with you on the Sascola River one. I really enjoy that one. I've seen more actually. Uh, you can see more wildlife out there than just about anywhere else on Disney property. So yeah, no, it's a it's a beautiful, especially at nighttime, John, when the sun's just going down going up and down there it's really beautiful when the sun's going down across the golf course and all the resorts but i even love the boat ride from the wilderness lodge when you go over the water bridge yeah by the yeah, contemporary that's, really cool. that's amazing to me that we got a water bridge <laughs> you know that stuff so uh speaking of that was something that me and lisa noticed when we were at disney springs a couple of weeks ago uh, you know how they used to have the water taxis that would just go from one side of Disney Springs to the, you know, over by the Rainforest Cafe all the way to the House of Blues? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it just went back and forth. They don't, they're not doing that um, uh, ever since COVID. It hasn't came and came back. I don't know if it'll ever come back. And so it's, that's disappointing. Yeah, that's sad because really that was is. a nice ride in itself. Because what I used to like about that ride, you got to see the backsides of all the resort. I mean, all the restaurants and all there. Yeah, and not only that, if you walk all the way, if you park over at one side then you can take you walk all the way through the uh through the springs and then you can take the bo boat all the way back to the other side so yeah the thing i liked about it is if you went all the way down the other side and got a really full belly at like wolfgang's when it was open or at house of blues you could rest your belly walking back on one of the boat rides yeah yeah, yeah exactly so but no it that's sad uh, well everybody at disney springs uh, next time you're there Head over to guest services. Don't yell or scream, but uh, request it to come back. Say you're disappointed. You never know. If you get enough people, maybe they'll bring it back. And that's a couple more jobs that put people back to work. I mean, you really think about that, Doug. That's the only reason the Pirates of the Caribbean ever made it to Walt Disney World. Because it wasn't here when they opened and so many people uh, complained about it. Knowing that they, it was in Disneyland, had ridden it out there and really wanted it and in orlando and so enough people complained and asked for it that eventually it got done mm -hmm. so absolutely go up i mean be nice about it and while you're there if it, one of the cast members treated you good say how great they were too i mean because uh, we were talking i was talking to guys about that at work the other day again everybody's hit can't wait to complain about something wrong but they never say a damn thing when things are going good and that the truth and it's sad you know you know and that and again that's the problem with our whole country in a nutshell. Everybody wants to piss and moan when things are bad, but never want to say anything when it's good. So that's that's the story of the day, John. Good. Go. One of the things I'm happy about is I, I like this. I, I'm glad. I, I kind of knew this was going to happen. Didn't you have a feeling that these uh, characters were never going to go away after they made all these statues? Oh, yeah. Those were too nice. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> so, yeah, I, I never thought they would, honestly, so. No, but I'm glad it's finally confirmed, you know, because they are beautiful. They did a great job with them. 
So yeah, and and uh, I wouldn't even mind at some point trying to go around and making sure you take a picture and find every one of them, you know, just for the hell of it. Oh, so. absolutely! You got a little bit of free time. That, that's a good little and grab a couple of drinks around the way. <laughs> yeah, a little scavenger hunt. Yep. Uh, no, this this is right up our alley, John. This new uh, menu unveiled. Oh, speaking of menu, my Presley, let's wish him uh, Presley turned 12 this weekend, March 31st. Uh, oh, wow. My, my buddy's 12 years old now, my baby. And uh, on my way home from work Saturday, because Friday night we didn't get to celebrate because we went to the Sixers game. On my way home from work, I bought him a nice steak to cook him on the grill on uh, Saturday. My buddy got a nice steak, John. Good for him. Yeah. Oh, spoiled baby. Uh, he's in here laying right next to me now. But happy birthday, Presley. But anyway, menu unveiled for the new three-course selection menu at California Grill at Disney's Contemporary Resort. We've been pretty happy with these last few uh, fixed meal Johns, haven't we? Yeah, I don't, I don't think they're bad deals, honestly. So, so as long as the food tastes well. Yeah, let's see what this one is, John. Do you want to read it or you want me to? I got it. The full uh, menu. You, you read enough during the when I'm driving. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, the full full menu for the new three course selection dinner at California Grill has been released, which makes its debut at Disney's Contemporary Resort. So it looks like uh, eighty nine dollars per adult, thirty nine dollars for child children. And I'll hold you. Uh, I'll stop you right there, real quick. Eighty nine dollars isn't bad. As a, per, a per, get... for per person for a three course meal. The only way it's more money than what we usually spend is because we usually don't get dessert. But if it's going to be part of it, we're going to take it. So go ahead, John. You think 89 yeah, is bad? 90 for the California Grill? No, I don't think that's that bad, no. honestly. Uh, signature wine pairing, uh, that would be third plus $39. Or you can get the deluxe wine pairing, and that would be plus $69. Well, so. that would be Carmen, Brian, Judith, and Tommy. They would get the deluxe. Me and you would get the uh, basic. I'm thinking all of us would probably get the uh, uh, signature and maybe Mr. Robbie would get the deluxe. There you so. go. There you go. But, okay, market inspirations. Go ahead, Johnny. Choose one. Uh, Sonoma goat cheese ravioli, basil saffron pasta, tomato broth, mushroom ragu, fennel, cascade roll, tuna, hamachi, salmon poke, mango, shallot, uzu, avocado puree, soy gel, black truffle pizza. Salt baked marble potatoes, leek fondue, crispy potato chips, spicy honey, and shaved black truffle. What is the pizza in? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, that's a potato, so I have to lean. Yeah. Said potato, John. We might have to look at that. Uh, strawberry and raspberry salad, Marcona almond cocoa soil, strawberry variation, shaved radish, whipped raspberry vinaigrette. Uh, and that's plant based, Doug. Of course uh, it is. Rainbow, it's a salad. <laughs> uh, rainbow roll, tuna, salmon, hamachi, avocado, mango, pickled watermelon, radish, braised beef, short rib, wontons. I think you can be there. Hello. Uh, Hello, uh, good looking. Jing, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Miso, cola, onion sauce, radish, crispy garlic, chili oil, oil and pickled lotus root, or sashimi and nigri sample. Uh, tuna, salmon, and hamachi served with traditional garnishes. So what two would you? Going? Well, we we get to pick two because we're going with our beautiful brides, John. We're not going to go alone. So what do you? I'm definitely doing the braised beef short rib wonton. That's without a doubt. About you? I think I'd get those in the black truffle pizza. Yeah, that's probably where I'd be headed. 
beheaded. I mean, it's <laughs> black truffle potato potato chips, but I don't. I mean, it's I don't see anything that resembles pizza on it. But no, we'd, I'd have to just maybe see it. Look like one. Yeah, it must look like one, I guess. Uh, now I know Brenda would also like that cascade roll with the tuna, hamachi, uh, salmon poke, mango, shallot. Like that might be something we might try. But definitely, I'd probably go with the we go with the pizza and the braised wonton. There you go. There are two things. Uh, the two of you together, you get to share that. That's a nice kickoff to the meal, John. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's let's get one of these. Uh, what are you gonna for your entree? You get. You gotta call fired. it what it is, John. It's the chef's journey, buddy. Oh, excuse me, chef's journey. Okay. Uh, Oak-fired fillet of beef, brown butter, chateau potatoes, braised carrots, carrot or mesco, and a car cabernet veal jus. Okay, I'm good. I got that one. That's what Lisa's getting. Uh, Florida black grouper, coconut, ginger, basmati rice, cashew, chick, chili, chutney, bok choy, shiitake mushrooms, coconut, kaffir, lime, green, curry, neige. Good. John, can Ooh. I help you out right here? Don't get that one. Sure. <laughs> as soon as it said coconut, Doug, I went no. <laughs> yeah, me and John will both sit down. We'll have the Florida grouper, please. Because <laughs> we're idiots. We're going to order it again, too, next time yeah, we come yeah. back. Well, this time it's it's a black grouper, though. Yeah, we yeah. got to try uh, it, dude. It's fish. Seafood, buddy. Uh, sa- uh, saffron risotto, Arisa honey nut squash, spice hummus, and chamola. That's plant-based. No, thank you. Yeah. Uh, black mm. sea bass, mm. grilled petite squash, creamy red quinoa, squash yogurt puree, charred onion butter, citrus agriculture. Uh, fire-roasted venison, Hasselback potatoes, leek sauvi. Artichoke, uh, something. Uh, that one I don't know. And ramp pasta, cast iron grilled pork tenderloin. See you, Goat you, cheese. you. Come on, dude. You got to make a fool of yourself too. I can't be the only one that does that. What is that? Bar- uh, Baraguli. Baraguli. All right. We'll, we'll, Baraguli. We'll Baraguli sure. Yes, Baraguli. Artichoke Baraguli. There you sure. go. Come on, dude. You can't let me just hang myself every time I pronunciate <laughs> stuff. You got to join in on the fun here. Uh, uh, I see. I see. Right. Uh, Cast iron grilled pork tenderloin. Oh, lost a page. And it went away. I I love this site. Okay. Cast iron grilled pork tenderloin. See, John, I'm your backup, buddy. I'm I'm Brady coming off the bench for uh, Bledsoe right now, (laughs) buddy. Uh, Cast iron grilled pork tenderloin. Goat cheese, polento, frost mushroom, liquored pork, belly, root spinach, and corn and a Zinfandel glaze. That sounds really good, too. Yeah, but it's pork tenderloin. Yeah. Uh, I make a hell of uh, a pork tenderloin anyway. You back up? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, pan-seared all-natural chicken, sunflower pea pesto, maitake mushrooms, English peas, Madeira wine, a uh, wagyu strip loin, kimchi fried rice, steamed dumplings, bok choy, crispy lotus root, and... and Something is available for an additional sur- Oh, that is available for additional surcharge of forty-seven. If you want the wagyu, yeah, so. we're not. I, I'm good with the oak-fired flight, man. But, uh, but the like, is it me? When it says a pan-seared sea bass or something like that, it seems more inviting than a pan-seared chicken. <laughs> I mean, tell me, it's a pan-seared chicken do anything for you, John? 
No, no. Uh, I I rarely, I don't, I can't tell you other than fried chicken at a fast food joint when's the last time I got fried chicken out. I mean, any kind of chicken, not never, fried chicken. Never, never. I do I, so many chickens yeah. at home. I mean, I clock yeah, I all week. Yeah. When I go out, yeah, I grow, that's a, lot, I grow I a lot of chicken. Lisa cooks a lot of chicken. No, thank you. <laughs> I mean, we're good with chicken. So. Yeah, we do chicken all the time. Chicken all the time. Chicken all the time. Chicken all the time. So, what are you going with? Oak. I'm going with the oak-fired fillet of beef, and Brenda would go probably go with the black sea bass, or the risotto, or the risotto probably. Uh, I'd be tempted for the venison. Yeah. Um, but yeah, because I like artichokes and stuff, so uh, I don't know. Uh, either that or the fillet, but probably the venison or the black sea bass. Yeah, I could see me and Brenda getting the surf and turf. I would get the fillet, give her a little, and she would get the sea bass. I gotta have the bottom line is my entree needs to have potatoes in it, and the venison and the <laughs> beef both have potatoes, so we're in. There you go. So, and what's our dessert, John? Uh, let's see, sweet creations. Mm, thank you for Varhana reading that. Gana yeah, Varhana ganache tort, coffee cream, praline crunch, salted caramel, coconut, cocoa nibs, uh, peanut and banana tort, shortbread, peanut ganache, miso, caramel, nut crumble. And caramelized bananas. Plant-based. And that plant-based. <laughs> uh, citrus cream brulee, angel food cake, white sangria, sorbet, ginger crumble, mandarin creme, tangerine lychee gel, dessert made with or containing alcohol. Yay. Yeah, John's in. Uh, Meyer lemon chiffon cake, uh, chavre whip, meringue, blueberry foam, blueberry gel, and chef selection of California cheeses. Uh, featuring three unique cheeses and house-made accompanying the new minutes. Yeah, so. I'm going with the peanut butter and banana tort. Or uh, peanut. I'm going with that first one. Coffee, cream, and pralines and salted caramel. Yeah, yeah that's, that's probably good. what Brenda's going with. But I have, like you said, California Gill. Gil, California Gill I'm going to. It's across from the grill. It's a fish California place. California Girl for $90? All right. I say California Gill, you perv. Write that one to <laughs> Paul. Paul said that. <laughs> All right. No, California Gill. I said it was a fish restaurant inside the lake there, but no, California Grill for eighty nine dollars a piece. Uh, that ain't for a three, you know, three course meal. That's not a bad deal, I don't think. No, I don't think so. I mean, it it's expensive, but you're if you're going to the California Grill, you're spending pretty penny anyway. So, no doubt. So I like that. I would try that. There, are, I mean, at least there's things on that menu that I would like to have. So. Sometimes they do these prefix and it, like, there's a couple options there. So if I change my mind, like one day I'm in for fish, I have there's enough options on there where it's worth it to me. Like some of these fix menus, you only have one item that you actually would like, and if you're not in the mood for that, you're kind of blank out of luck. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, so. first look inside of Nukosi's at the Disney's Grand Floridian in Walt Disney World. Nukosi is really nice, dude. Beautiful. The view across that to across the water there is absolutely gorgeous, John. You ever been in there? Uh, I've delivered there, but I've never actually uh, went inside the dining room. No. Yeah, yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, you're like the guest that kept out in the back door. Oh, absolutely. And it's been closed for ten months with the new interior design and features and an updated menu. Read about the new menu, John. That's all what we're all about. The restaurant looks beautiful. Kind of reminds you the way it's designed. 
so you guys know it's like a it's shaped like a big gazebo a gla glass gazebo with the octagon when you is that how you explain it too john yeah 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 and a lot of wood and blue dark blues yeah so right on the water man right there on the water by the uh and over it's a beautiful view so uh the food here looks exquisite doesn't it john Let's take a look. Well, uh, speaking of uh, these restaurants getting redone and stuff, Doug, have you seen the new look for uh, Beaches and Cream? Yeah, horrible. I, I, I thought agree. I mentioned that. I think I mentioned that the week you the week weren't I was on. In the, yeah, yeah, yeah. They took away all the the whimsicalness. Charm. Off. Yeah, the, the charms charm. of women. Yes. Yeah, they turned it into uh, my local ice cream shop, uh, Dairy Queen, up the street. Well, and no offense to Narcoosies, but they turned it into a miniature Narcoosies. And Narcoosies is a fine dining restaurant. That looks fine with the beiges and the dark blues and stuff yeah. like that. That looks good. But for a a ice cream parlor, no, I don't want beiges and dark woods. And no, I wanted the the fun colors that uh, Beaches and Cream used to have. So that's disappointing. No, it is. It's it's really disappointing, John. I was not happy with it because I've been in there before a few, and it was. It was fun in there. It was bright. It was it was Disney. It was Disney. You know, it was a uh, everything that you think about when you think of Disney with all the theming in there. There's no theming when, whatsoever now. And when you think of a classic ice cream parlor from your little town back home, you know that's yeah. what it looked like. Yeah, so, Remind, yeah. what it reminded me of is uh, Back to the Future, where you know he's working there in the, the shop. That's what I want. The yep. old malt shop. You know, it, it, yeah. it don't remind me of that no more. No. I'm trying to get the full menu here. There's a bunch of pictures here, but I don't. I tr I hit for the menu. Let me try to bring up another spot here. Uh, da -na 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 -na. Yeah, it's got some. It's got some beautiful stuff. Uh, oh yeah, that black and uh, that red fish looks really good, don't it, John? Uh, even the pork ribeye. Yeah, I'm everything. Not a big fan of that, but yeah, yeah all look, good. it's right up my alley. It says open here. Let's see. Our menu. That's that's a different place, ain't it? Rosaki's. What the hell's that about? Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't see the menu. For uh, it them. says menu on here. Our full menu. View our menu. But that's at Rayaki's. Ray that's how they get you with a with an advertisement here, John. Clickbait. So, clickbait. Yeah, clickbait. Let me go. I got. I bet you. I got the menu on allears.net. Let me bring that up real quick, John. How many more minutes do we have you for, John? Oh, about, let's see, what time is it? Uh, probably about half an hour, 45 minutes, something oh, like that. Oh, okay, so we'll go a half so you have plenty of time to eat. How's that sound? Sounds good. Allears.net comes up right away when I hit this, Johnny. I wonder if it knows how go. much I'm on here. Narcosis, <laughs> narcosis, narcosis. Thank God other things don't come up. I would get in trouble, John. Only this needs to come up. It shows my wife that I'm only looking at good stuff, John. All Disney stuff. It's a major sickness. <laughs> uh, where are we at here now? Where's the Grand Floridian? Narcosis. Okay, it was updated March 2023, John. So we had the full menu here, John. Oh. March 2023. Fanciness. Uh, appetizer starters. Can you hear me okay? I can. I didn't disappear or anything stupid. Buttermilk fried calamari. Have you ever had? I've never had buttermilk fried calamari yet. I know of. What about you? Uh, no, but I would, would be willing to give it a try. Yeah. 
And it has a pickled garden mix, it says, with tomato coolis for $18. Shrimp and grits, local golf shrimp, peach barbecue sauce, low country grits, applewood smoked bacon, and chow chow. So you you get a dog to eat with you. <laughs> That's $19. Ocean-inspired charcuterie board, ahi tuna pastrami, charred octopus, and lobster sausage. I have ne- I can honestly say I've never had a lobster sausage in my life. I don't believe I have either, and that might be one of them things. I don't know if I need to put lobster in sausage. No. No, just uh, nobody put a sausage in a lobster. Uh, what are you going to do, <laughs> put meat in a lobster? Let's put pepperoni in the lobster. I just don't, it doesn't matter, but it's 28 bo- bucks. I would like to, it's weird, though. When I see that type of junk, I want to try, I want to see it and try it, though. You know? Right. And then a brisket and ricotta tortellini, parsnip, brown butter, and sultana raisins for $16. So you got some interesting appetizers here. Soup and salad, you got a lobster bisque, a romaine and heart palms, and blueberry and barrel-aged feta salad. Your entrees, ooh, this is a oh, muddy, muddy. Is. Did you see Adam Sandler got, a, he got Mark Twain honored this week? Yeah, I did. Yeah, and some of the comedians were really funny. I like Adam Sandler, and that's why I was going to read this. This is pretty, pretty funny. It's very expensive here, this uh, first one, John. Surf and turf, six-ounce filet mignon, butter poached lobster tail, potato mash, roasted rainbow vegetables, and red wine demi-glaze. What do you think that cost, John? That's got about everything I like on it, so... uh... (laughs) Yeah, uh, let's go $84. Ooh, you were close, bro. 87 bucks. Damn, almost, huh? But, dude, you are right there. If they replaced the lobster with uh, Dungeness Crab <laughs> or, or, you know, King Crab, you know what I'm saying? That would almost be like, but... If the, if the lobster's good, see, that's my problem with lobster. I get more disappointed with lobster than I do crabs. Do you agree with me on that? Yeah, I think so. I think it's a little harder to cook. Yeah. Get it to the right right yeah. point because it, it overcooks so quickly. So It's kind of like a scallop in a way. Yeah. You yeah, know, there you go. Sometimes the best scallops, I mean, they have to flake apart. They can't be all gummy and chewy, you know. If I get a chewy scallop, I'm pissed off. If my scalp's like a piece of gum, I'm hot. (laughs) (laughs) So, but anyway, it does sound really good, though. Uh, Sweet potato gnocchi. Lacinato kale. Clamshell mushrooms. Pomerosa tomato ragu. For $16. I like a good gnocchi, John. Do you? Yeah, yeah, it it really depends. It, was that a plant-based? No, <laughs> yes, it is plant-based, John. And then they have ginger roasted salmon, sambal marinated white asparagus, coconut jade rice, lemongrass Thai, and a basil emulsion for $46. This is that black and red fish that was on the, the picture. It's actually on my other screen. It really looks good, dude. Uh, black and red fish on a chorizo sunchoke hash. Harmony Florida Sweet Corn and a Red Pepper Raioli for $48. Plancha Seared Scallops and Parisian Gnocchi, John. English Peas, 
Tasso ham truffle Meyer lemon cream. Fifty-two dollars. That sounds really good, John, don't it? Yeah, but not as good as that uh, blackened redfish. That sounds really good so far. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> golf shrimp bucatini, John. You got a golf shrimp a bucatini. House-made bucatini pasta. I, you proud of me the way I said bucatini? Sound like my chef. Yeah. Yo, so you got a house-made bucatini pasta. Roasted tomatoes, savory spinach, parsley, basil, and pesto. Pisto, as they spelled it here. Pisto, John. For forty-two dollars, mm -hmm. that don't sound bad either. You got your New York strip with potato mash. We don't want to say mashed potatoes. We got potato mash here. Roasted rainbow vegetables and a red wine demi-glaze for fifty-nine dollars. You got a dry-aged pork ribeye chop with a goat cheese potato pave. Have you ever had your potatoes paved, John? No, but sure, let's give it a shot. Yes. Turnips, fig juice, and onion jam for $46. And then you got a roasted vegetable panela. Market vegetables, cannelloni beans, preserved artichoke, charred Meyer lemons for $34. Menu sounds good, don't it, Johnny? Yeah, it doesn't sound as bad as at all when you at all when you started the stuff off at $89. I was no. thinking everything was going to be at that price point, no, but it wasn't. Yeah, it's uh, a, a surf and turf. Yeah. yeah, a lot of mid-40s. That's not bad. No, not for that view. That night. Beautiful yeah. night over at the Grand Floridian. Me and you get to feel like the Beverly Hillbillies once in a while, John. <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. The service insurance is around back. Hey, listen there, man. I'm buying a dinner. I got my red devations over here. But now, the side dishes, you, they got a bunch of sides, loaded mashed potatoes, which is... Dude, listen to this. Loaded mashed potatoes, garlic glazed, pork belly, smoked cheddar, creme fraiche chives, 14 bucks. Dude, I gotta try that, man. <laughs> Dude, they were really think I'm. Hey, listen, sir, are service? No, I'm going in to get my pork belly mashed taters. Leave me alone, man. <laughs> Dude, uh, I'm. I gotta go here just to try these mashed taters, John. Yeah, yeah. You, you know you're highfalutin, Doug, when you don't have bacon on your mashed potatoes. You got pork belly, and you oh. don't have sour cream with your baked potato. You have cream fresh. You're highfalutin at that point. Dude, I could do, I could do this. I might go in here and do the side dishes. Give me a loaded mashed taters, uh, a pan seared scallops for twenty one dollars, and grilled golf shrimp for fifteen. So I'll take the shrimp, the the pan seared scallops with the loaded mashed taters. John, I'm in. My meal would be, let me do my gazintas like Jeffro would do. So fourteen and twenty one is thirty five. And then 15 more is 50 bucks, John. I think that'd be a hell of a meal. What about you? It doesn't sound bad at all, does it? <laughs> no. Potatoes, scallops, and shrimp. Yes. Uh, then they got wild mushroom risotto for 12 bucks. I like their side. Butter poached lobster tail for 31, John. Dude, butter poached lobster tail, loaded mashed taters, $45. High five, John. <laughs> Lisa would be after that risotto, so yeah, we just became best friends, John. <laughs> Come on, have you ever watched Step Brothers? No, dude, your homework for me is to you and JJ to watch that movie Step Brothers, and tell me it isn't one of the funniest movies you ever seen. I think I may have it on disc at home somewhere. You gotta watch that movie. And when I say that, after you watch that movie, you'll understand what I said about me and you just became best friends. 
right. <laughs> uh, and then you got dessert, almond-crusted cheesecake, a Lambert cherry sauce, Chantilly for 16 artisanal cheeses, which is four of the chef cheeses for 22 bucks. You got when did when did cheese become dessert, John? <laughs> did I miss something? Oh, uh, the highfalutin folks always had a cheese course. Yeah, but that was always appetizer for me. I never knew cheese was dessert. I've never eaten a meal and go, man, I could go for a bunch of cheese right now. I'm not, I've usually had my cheese in my appetizer, not my dessert. Have you ever had cheese for dessert, John? Actually, since I'm not a big a dessert fella, if I want a glass of wine after dinner, yeah, I, I oftentimes do cook, cut me a hunk of cheese. Yeah, uh, eat yeah. with my eat with my wine. So yeah. yeah, yeah. When me and Brenda have people over, we usually put the charcuterie board out and the cheese and everything yeah. with the wine and all to start the festivities. I've never at the end of the night brought my family out a bunch of cheese. They'd all look at me like I was weird. They'd be like, Where, "Where's the dessert, dude? This ain't my dessert." Anyway, berry pavlova for fourteen dollars, and then they got a pineapple bavaris. There's a short shortbread blackberry buttermilk ice cream, so fifteen dollars, and then they got a bunch of signature beverages, cocktails, wines, and beers, John. So, I I think maybe if we're all down together, uh, maybe instead of uh, going to the, uh, even though I want to go back over to the paddlefish, but this would be a nice meeting place for all of us right there on the water night and then spend the rest of the night at the Magic Kingdom. That would be a nice night too, wouldn't it, John? Yeah, it certainly would. And if you could happen to get those reservations right when the fireworks are going off, you know, uh, kind of kudos to you yeah. there, killer. Yes, I'd be killer. You all call me killer, right? Absolutely. Yeah, that reminds me. We do drywall. You know, I'm the drywall guy. And uh, my buddy, uh, Matt, walks in. He has his headband on everybody. And everybody's telling me, they think he's Rambo. And you remember Rambo First Blood? Of course. Well, now I'm calling him Rambo First Mud. That's his, <laughs> his new nickname. <laughs> uh, I told him to go over to the drywall bucket and get dip his fingers in and put two little white lines underneath his eyes. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yeah, he's ex-military, so he loves it. I call him Rambo First Mud every day. <laughs> Uh, I crack myself up sometimes, Johnny. Do you do you allow him to put the first uh, uh, start the applying the mud before anybody else? Look, uh, he has to do it first. <laughs> yeah, I give him his duties first. <laughs> I, I go right to him first. But I think that was hysterical. But no, dude, I'd like to. We got to try this. It looks like it's nice atmosphere in there. Right across, we could all take a boat ride over, or we could get a. Get our we cut a few calories and take that beautiful walk back across the bridge at night, John. As as, as yeah. our cute little friends we are. Yeah, when it opens back up, unfortunately it's closed right now. But yeah, once it opens back up, or you know what, Doug? Hell, when we're there anyway, let's just rent Grand One for the night. Go out, watch fireworks that way. How about that? No, there you go. Sounds good to me, John. <laughs> The crazy part is that's one of the least expensive. They, I mean, it's cra it's expensive, but it isn't horrible. It's like I think three hundred dollars or something for the regular pontoon boats we could do. And now we ain't getting Grand One, but we could do pontoons. That ain't a bad deal. Yeah, I go watch fireworks. Yep. Tiana's Bayou Adventure construction update from Walt Disney World. I got an update. They're working on it, and there's a scrim up. Is that covered for you? I think that's pretty much it, right? No. Yeah, listen to this, John. 
everybody don't cry all at once last chance to see Walt Disney World 50th anniversary nighttime spectacular harmonious at Epcot at the Magic I mean at Epcot and Disney's entertainment at the Magic Kingdom enchantment are you sad John about harmonious uh no no I, th- I think uh people will go watch this just to say goodbye to it you know they're going to stand out stand out and go na 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 hey 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 goodbye <laughs> like and all kidding you're 100% right dude and all kidding aside, you're looking at this picture too, right? Of the barges and all. Yeah. Does that picture even look good? To you? Like, does that that like from day one that never even interests me? All I seen is a bunch of, it's just a bunch of stupid out there. Does it look like? Yeah. It, does that look like amazing to you? Like when you see that. It it looks too much too much going on. Yes. No. So yeah. April 2nd, 2023, you could see multiple angle fuel view of Harmonious. They're going to they're going to show it on Disney, I think. On the Disney Network on uh, the Disney Parks blog, I think you can watch the last showing. You could watch you can watch it tonight. And Harmonious will be pre- replaced by Epcot Forever, an interim show deba- debuting on April 3rd, 2023 at 9 p.m. A brand new Epcot fireworks show with Debut later in 2023. So let me give you the cliff notes. Once they get the crappy, shitty barges out of that lagoon, it'll be a beautiful, it'll be a beautiful, beautiful thing. I think they would have more people watching if they took a big crane boat, tugboat out there and started ripping them apart and dragging them off, don't you? <laughs> I know Doug would fly down specifically to watch that. The beautiful Judith Lee is trying to call me, John, as we're recording. Judith. Yes, she don't know better. But what did you say, John? I said I think you'd fly down specifically just to watch him tear it apart. Oh, Maybe, You might even volunteer some of your labor. Oh, I, absolutely I would. I would have did that the whole time, John, to get rid of that crap. Uh, first look at Rosa Mexicano, now open at Walt Disney World Swan and Dolphin. We read the menus of that a couple weeks ago. I highly recommend you go over and... I'm excited about trying that for breakfast, John. I never thought of a Mexican restaurant that I'd want to go there for breakfast. No, not trying to slight the Mexican culture or the food or anything, but I never think of Mexican food for breakfast. Do you, John? Actually, yeah, I love breakfast See, burritos. Yeah, uh, I like chorizo an awful lot. So, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't, uh, Lisa makes me a casserole with uh, chorizo and huevos um, for breakfast a lot. So, yeah, I enjoy it. Yeah, and I'm glad and I'm glad this brought a lot of attention to me trying all this, but I've never been one to pull up even at the fast food restaurants, even at uh our beloved uh what you call it? Uh no, Taco gonna, Bell. No, not Taco Bell. I'm talking about even going to uh my favorite my favorite Chick-fil-A. They have a breakfast burrito on their menu and I never even think to get that. You know what I'm saying? I never get that, the burritos. That is my go-to. Yeah, and every time I see it, I think of you, too. They have a uh, mango jalapeno salsa that goes with it. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, yeah. That's a a breakfast uh, camping right there. Dude, I'm looking through the pictures of all this food. It looks absolutely breathtaking, dude. I got to try this place. The churros, John. Go down to the churros. Look at those little mini churros. They're like bite-sized. They look incredible. And just another reason, Doug, the, to uh, try to at some point go to the Swan and Dolphin Food Festival because you know they're going to have some stuff from here there too. So yeah, I would read the whole review. We've gone over this multiple times, but I, I mean, the food looks absolutely in, incredible, and 
I will tell you this. It's my next trip down that's going to be on me and Brenda's to-do list. Yeah, uh, it does look pretty good, doesn't it? Yeah, all the food looks incredible, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Uh, Magic Kingdom is at capacity for the first week of April across all ticket types. Did you see our poor buddy Robbie got reprimanded? He actually missed one of his park reservations. He was a very Ooh. bad boy out there at Disneyland. Goofy Robbie, said he Robbie, was, Robbie. Yeah, Goofy said when Robbie shows back at the park, he's going to get a spanking. <laughs> uh, Tron Light Cycle Run Entrance Ramp is now open to all guests and as Lightning Lane and Virtual Queue check-in moves. So, Tron's moving forward, John. It's going to be an everyday occurrence pretty soon, right, Johnny? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's going to open full-time for everybody right around the corner. So, it's maybe that'll take away some of the crowd from some of the other places in Magic Kingdom, Doug. Yeah. Yeah, well, free up my Epcot, please. <laughs> uh, fantastic, fantastic at Walt Disney World drops to one share per night starting in April. That's sad. Uh, Walt Disney World Union cast members vote yes to Disney and latest pay increase offer. We covered that a lot. I think you guys should have got more, but I'm happy you guys finally got something. Yeah, we got a raise, so... I mean, at the end of the day, it means about a hundred more bucks a week in my pot. Well, after before taxes, but still, that's uh, that's not a bad little raise. So. Yeah, before Uncle Sam takes your money and then tells you that yeah. you might not have Social Security after thirty thirty after twenty thirty one again. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you love that, dude? Like, could you imagine me going? Yeah, I'm gonna take this mortgage out. But I'm probably not going to pay it after 3031 or 2031. We're not going to pay. Like, basically, you're telling me we're going to continue to take money out of my check, but we're not going to pay you when you need it. How the hell's that work, John? Uh, you tell me, buddy. I mean, I don't know about you. I need to, I, I'm depending on that, John. I've paid it my whole uh, life. Yeah, you know, we kind of need it, and now I'm being told I'm not getting it. Well, maybe I won't. Maybe we shouldn't pay federal tax for the next 10 years, John, so we can actually prepare ourselves. Uh, exactly. Uh, part of Disney last-minute agreement with Reddy Creek that may render the new DeSantis board perilous or valid. This whole thing is crazy. I I don't even understand it all. And I don't. <laughs> it's hilarious, is what it is. Yeah, so. I mean, back and forth. What what's going to be next? You know, they're going to be Disney and DeSantis both laying in the road in front of the buses and stopping all traffic. <laughs> Having a yeah, I don't know. Uh, Disney may have moved to protect its interests. Another one, Disney Cruise Line recently acquired Mega Ship will be based in Singapore. So Disney just buying more and more ships, John. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I think that's that one that was partially constructed, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, it was already started. Yeah, original, yeah, the original owner ran out of money. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, is that the only one, or is this the second one now? I, I know they, that, oh, really? that's been going around for a while. This might be another boat that they bought. Because there was one, I mean, this might be it, it might have finalized, but I know they were in talks for like over a year now. They were talking about another one they were buying, so. Uh, they agreed for a home port in Singapore. It's a long, long story that I'm not going to bore you guys with and read it. But yeah, Disney's acquiring another boat and they're retrofitting it to have... This is a very exciting year for Walt Disney Company, 2033, DeMarco said. Anything he says, I don't want to listen to. What about you, John? 
<laughs> in one ear and out the other. Yes, I can't listen to Marco, but yeah, they bought another boat. Uh, the Mickey Mouse inspired colors of the fleet, complete with signature red funnels. They've they converted all that there. It's a two hundred eight thousand gross ton ship that is expected to be among the first in the cruise industry to be fueled by green methanol, one of the lowest emission fuels available. Disney Cruise Line ex expects the passenger capacity to be about six thousand, around twenty three hundred crew members. The new Disney Wish will carry four thousand passengers. This is a big ass boat. That's a big ship. Yeah, so. Anyway, well, hopefully the more options they have, they're going to need to put heads in the beds and they'll give you, we'll get some more deals to get on Disney Cruises because there's no deals. Not a ton of them anyway. It's expensive. Uh, we could go on the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser for 30%, Doug, with your annual pass. No? Uh, <laughs> dude, I have, I have booked quite a few Disney trips in the last year. And I have not had one person even ask me about that, John. <laughs> you know, I mean, the thing is that we were talking about it the other day here, and it's all the mega fans that wanted it have done it already, and they're not going to do it again. I mean, not for, what, $8,000. So, yeah, so uh, there was the original flood of people that were the big, ginormous fans, not only the big Star Wars fans, but the big Star Wars fans that have money, <laughs> you know, so them guys did it already. So, and then where are you going to get, where, where's the other people coming from, you know? So. No, I hear you. And, and it's like, I mean, you did it once too, even if you had the money to do it again, like, I don't know if you want to be trapped there for the days. It's, I, I think they need to just open the hotel where you just stay there for a week and do what you want to do. That's what they'll have to do at some point, but they'll have to uh, change some things. I know um, to to do it because it's not it's not equipped for a regular normal uh, hotel stay now. You know, I don't yeah. think that it has a pool. It doesn't have uh, you know exterior windows. So there'd be like a lot of things that had to be done to retrofit it into a normal hotel. So yeah, they're gonna have to. I, I think they're eventually gonna have to do something, John, because they can't they can't depend on that. Nope. What's this? Beverly is the only drink at Club Cool. New Magic Kingdom welcome. Like, that's weird. The whole idea of Beverly is tasting everything else that's good and how horrible that is. Uh, alligator Loki shoulder plush available at Keystone Clothier. I don't have much else here, John. Uh, it says cast members going to continue wearing their iridescent 50th. So you're going to continue wearing yours? Yeah, yeah. We haven't got new name tags yet. They're supposed to be giving sometime this summer, I believe. Okay. So. And California Grill retires its 50th anniversary meals. Their specials. 50th anniversary replaced on all the buses. You don't have that on your logo no more, John? Uh, no, I haven't seen that one in a while. On your screen? Um, so. Yeah, so hopefully there's something new coming out on them. So I trying to remember what numbers they were. So if I get one, I know what's on it now. So. Uh, this is awesome, dude. Cranes prepare to remove harmonious barges, dude. <laughs> dude, I think that goes down as the single biggest blunder in Disney Parks history. What do you think? That and uh, I even think it's worse than uh, the the. Uh, the one that Judith loves over at the Animal Kingdom. What was that again? Oh, Rivers of Light. Rivers of Light, yes. 
Oh yeah, this one, uh, Epcot's one cost a lot more money. So, but this, yeah, it was a mistake. Well, we could go the other way too. Harmonious, I mean, uh, what you call it? That Rivers of Light also cost a lot to build that amphitheater there that they ain't using for nothing. I mean, how I don't understand. Like that area is absolutely beautiful there. That whole area, that whole amphitheater outside theater there. How the hell can't they figure out something that works in there? I know. Put a water ski show in there. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Fill it all the hell in and make it a big outside uh, food and wine area or something. I don't <laughs> Make it a big uh, Asian market over there or something, John. You know, I don't know. I mean, but I don't understand how you built that big. That's a lot of land invested there, John. A lot of real yep. estate. But, yeah, I think Harmonious is the biggest failure ever. Hey, you got that. You got the lumberjacks in Canada. You got. Uh, but even that was yeah, that was horrible. You're right, but that was just stupid. Yeah, let's bring chainsaws to the magic uh, to Epcot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah you, so many people are fascinated by chainsaws. I mean, everybody I know don't want to be. Most people don't want to be nowhere near a chainsaw, John. Is it like a happy tool? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's like. Everybody, the first thing, be careful. Watch yourself. I Oh, that thing's dangerous. I, I mean, nobody ever says, oh, ain't it cute? Oh, I like that tool. It's like the chainsaw is the most one of the most off-putting tools out there. That and the jackhammer, nobody really likes, John. Well, well, seeing as there was a whole horror movie called The Texas Chainsaw yes. Massacre that was themed after it. <laughs> I don't know if it's, uh, if it's looked at fondly, you know? So. No, I don't. I don't. I don't understand the whole, uh, that whole, yeah. They were, that was horrible. I mean, the lumberjacks. I mean, has anybody ever, like, I hope they bring off kilter back too, John. Maybe Eisner will realize, bring back some of the good stuff. Yeah, that the, would be nice. The yeah. British invasion, bring them back. I mean, why did these things go that were so good? My world showcase players. Yes. Bring back that stuff. The good stuff. I don't know, but yeah. Harmonious going, dude. I would love to see those cranes pick those barges up and toss them right out. So, I mean, they should sink all them like the Titanic right in the middle of that world lagoon. <laughs> Let the fish use them as barriers. That's about the only thing they'd ever be good for. What do you think they do? You think they'll try to chop them up and sell them? I would imagine they'll have to make scrap out of them, right? I mean, what else are you going to do with them? They can't be repurposed for anything else. They're too big. So, yeah, I would imagine they're going to have to be recycled somehow. I mean, I, I'd have to put that up there with Primeval World as the heart, most horrible things in the park ever. Bad idea. Bad idea. Yeah, I, I don't know. Think of anything else, John, that was a horrible idea. Uh, the NBA experience, yeah. apparently. <laughs> uh, Stitch's Great Escape. Yeah. That was a bad idea. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the NBA experience was a bad idea. Um, the uh, Star Wars hotel, obviously, yeah. now we're looking yeah, at that. Yeah. Well, and we wonder why Chapek's gone. I mean, but Iger threw him right under the bus because Iger was a part of Harmonious and uh, the Star Wars hotel. It's funny how yeah. he, he survives it and Chapek got buried for that. But, dude, seriously, though, Star Wars hotel and Harmonious, I think, is what totally put the rest of the dirt on his grave there at Disney. Yeah, K-Bosh. Yeah, I mean, that that was horrible. That's absolutely horrible. But I want to let you go eat, John. 
Uh, actually, I got one more thing. Okay, so, good, uh, good, we, good. I like when you have something, John. All right. Well, I, it's just something that I noticed. Uh, we were talking about the the uh, Reedy Creek Improvement District and stuff like that, right? And mm -hmm. so our, our governor was so uh, upset with Disney and the Reedy Creek Improvement District and that he had to feel the need to take try to take it over and stuff. But every day on the way home, Doug, I pass two construction projects. I pass a, uh, a hotel being built on Disney property, the new tower for the Polynesian, and it has solid concrete poured walls that are being installed up to seven stories high for this thing. Solid concrete walls. Yeah, so they're going to stand corner on our wings. Uh-huh. And then I pass an apartment complex that's being built on 429, and it has particle board walls being installed on the second floor. Yeah. So... I mean, who really needs to have more supervision? <laughs> I mean, honestly, one looks like it's going to make it through a 200-mile hurricane. The other looks like it ain't going to make it through the summer. <laughs> so, I mean, the heat and humidity are going to get to that wood and swell it to the point where it's going to – I mean, I, I can't imagine living in one of them places. The mold's going to be atrocious. So. No, it's sad, dude. It's it. Everything is crazy right now, is what I'm saying. The whole world's upside down is what it is. Again, well, everybody I mean, worry about themselves and do better. And the, and the one thing you can't, we can't complain about Disney is the construction out here. There ain't a place I'd rather be when a hurricane's coming than somewhere in Walt Disney World. So, no. You know? My problems with Disney right now is nothing about the hotels, the... The cast members or nothing like that. My problem with Disney is Lightning Lane and all the money grabs. That's my problem. Yeah. Yeah, even the food. We didn't even complain about the price no, on the food. So. I barely do because <laughs> I go out to eat here. Nobody's making me buy that food. I enjoy it. People – see, I don't get mad about food. I don't mind that because I know they have to make money because there's people working on that. You understand? I mean, I get that. But to the point where Lightning – like the, the other – it's just money grabs for me. I'm okay with charging money for food. I get, I get paying three dollars for a soda or four dollars for a water because you got to pay somebody to deliver that water. Then you got to pay somebody to carry that water to put it in the cooler. Then you got to pay somebody to serve that water to you. So I get that. Am I making sense with that? Yeah, yeah. And, and the uh, things about like Lightning Lane, other than the original installation and the uh, app upkeep on your app, nobody's making or nobody's getting a job out of that. No. Very few people are getting a job out of that. So. No. So I understand that. I understand when a soda costs more. Like now when it goes extreme, like I understand $8 for a beer, 9 and You hear me complain about that. But when beers start to be 14 and 15, then you're just being a pig. You're not being a, you yeah. know, you're just being a pig. And and that's what Lightning Lane is to me. It's being, Lightning Lane and Genie Plus is Disney being a pig to me. That's, that's the stuff that irritates me. Parking, yep. charging me for parking. And the problem I had with charging me for parking when all the morons and idiots out there to defend Disney tell me, well, everybody else charges for it. Yeah. Hello, they were already charging you. It was in the extraordinary amount of money you were already paying for the resort. <laughs> am, exactly. Am I wrong, John? They were charging you for parking already. This is just a way for them to double charge you. I mean, there's a reason why the Wyndham Hotel is $139 a night and the All-Stars are 200 Right, John? Yeah, yeah, because you got better transportation and you don't have to pay for parking. Yes. So. It's it just... The point is, stop. I mean, don't sit there and tell me. We all knew we were also paying for Magical Express. Magical Express was never free. And, and any idiot out there that believed it was, was wrong. Because they were charged. It was in your resort room package, John. Do you disagree with me on that? 
Nope. No, but they just weren't letting me know. Again, we don't want to see how the sausage is made, Disney. <laughs> <laughs> don't bang us over the head with it. Yes, it's all. And that's enough already. I mean, when Iger's talking about park prices, you know he's hearing it. Am I wrong about that either? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I don't know if they'll do anything about it. But Well, I feel the same way right now with Disney as I do with, like, everybody at our hotels and everybody down in Atlantic City. We're, we got work everywhere right now. We're busy as hell. My problem is these jobs were all in the books. All these Disney vacations in the park where you have it smashed and crowded right now, John, these trips have been planned for over a year now for most of these people. These were a lot of people had all that extra money saved from COVID that booked a major trip a year or two out. I guarantee you this time next year, if our economy continues to go the way it is, Disney's going to be half the crowds they have right now. And I see the same stuff now because... I am not bu I'm booking I booked less trips these last two months than I booked last year at this same time, John. So I see a difference already. The bottom line is those trips were already booked a year in advance. Does that make and that makes sense to you, doesn't it? Yeah, but you know what you know it'll happen. Disney'll go. Uh free dining and everybody that is for they'll never go to Disney again will come back in droves. Exactly, but, takes. but my point is they're going to have to tweak some things because I don't see oh, they're riding on the... They're free riding, dining, free they're, dining. They're riding on their high horse right now, and the same thing with, with like all the guys are worried about down where we are. I keep telling them, yeah, we got a ton of work right now, but I said, everybody's being hit. We're, all this extra money for food and, and everything else right now, my uh, monthly gas bill, I'm on a budget, John. My normal budget for my gas was $192 a month. I just got my new statement in. What do you think it went up to? Uh, I don't know. Give me a... Give me a how much? $262. I've gone up $70 a month. $261. So $840 this year I'm going to pay more for gas, John. Yeah. Okay. $840 could buy me and Brenda Park tickets, couldn't it? It sure could. Yeah, so that that's my reasoning. My electric bill's going up, my gas bill's going up, my food bill's going up. The bottom line is, is where's the, uh, hear the phone ringing? The bottom line is, where the rest of the money going to come from? Hold on, John. <laughs> Please, potential spam. It's always nice to get a spam phone call. I prefer the <laughs> phone call from Judith, John. I, I like the I like it comes across now as potential spam or potential scam. Yeah. Well, if it is, then just don't even put the call through. Yeah. I mean, honestly. No, it's it's a joke. It's an absolute joke. But yeah, I'm worried about. I think I think crowds this time, this time next year is going to be way down, and I think he senses that, and that's why he's bringing up pricing. Because again. They, they see the reservations on the books, John. There's already discounts on hotels and stuff like that out there that wasn't out there last year. I'm just saying that to you, too. So, it's scary out there right now. You know, go to the grocery store and you just, you hand them your American Express and close your eyes. Because you don't even want to see the bill. <laughs> so, but anyhow, I'm coming down. I'll tell you one way, shape, or form. Because I got tickets, a hotel, and uh a lot of Disney money. I keep hearing this, but you know, I, I don't see you. So, I gotta get off know. the job. I gotta stop working, John. I need to be laid <laughs> off. And uh, they actually like me at my job. I don't get why. Because I don't like me. I don't know why they do. Uh, well, go in and get in a fight. No, well, get that dude, taken care of. Uh, it's not hard for me to do. 
So, I, I didn't figure it would be. So, but anyway, after staying about fights, everybody be kind to one another. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, please head over to iTunes and leave us a review like our good friend did about the Disney movies. We really appreciate you. Uh, it helps us a lot. So please head over and give us a review. And tell us, uh, give us a review of what the show cost. Nothing. So just say, ah, I like nothing about the show, but at least we get a review. So Every, anyway, John. It was nice talking to you again. I look forward to seeing you every week. I miss you. Missed you two weeks ago. I still got missed for you because you weren't with me. But be careful driving your bus. I'm glad you got your raise finally. And tell everybody what to do, John. Please, for the sake of Pete, fold your strollers, Pete. Fold <laughs> uh, your strollers for Johnny. We will talk to you soon. Bye, buddy. Bye, folks. Have a great week. That's it, guys. We're going to hop off our stools and pay our tabs and get on out of here. If you guys could, could you please head over to iTunes if you enjoy the show and leave us a review. We'd really appreciate it. Even if you don't, we'd really appreciate it. Also, you can head over to Twitter and find John at Beer Solo. You can find me at Grumpy6767. You can find us both at WDW Main Street on Twitter and Facebook. Also, head over to Podbeam and check out WDW Main Street, and you can find all our sponsors there. Everybody be kind to one another. We will talk to you real soon. Bye, guys.